0: Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust dot If you're looking for a great real estate agent, you might be moving across the country. Um, please, if you're from California and you don't know why your su- your state sucks, uh, please don't move to Texas. Move to uh, New York has really cheap property right now. Um, but if you need a real estate agent You're moving across the country We can help you with the real estate agents on both, both ends And these are guys going to be the, the people that, that uh, Get your home sold fast For the most amount of money Get you into the right house, right neighborhood At the right price It's realestateagentsitrust.com Just tell us what you need, we'll find the right person for you Realestateagentsitrust.com Christine Nome joins us in just a few minutes This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Governor Kristi Nome joins me in 60 seconds. All right. Program. So you've reached the, uh, that uh, level of maturity where you want to join a group that is geared towards those like you. You know, I, I never understood how, like, my dad was like, I don't understand your generation. Well, dad, that's a problem with you. This generation, I find myself now saying, I don't understand this generation. It's because they don't make any sense. Anyway, if you'd like to uh, join a group uh, for, you know, mature people and you get all of the discounts and everything else that you would get from a group like that. You probably are the kind of person like me that you want to make sure that you're joining a group that is actually on your side as well, a group that's going to advocate for you. And in Washington, it's more and more important. May I recommend that you look into AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens? The mature part in that title means, you know, therefore things like, hey, let's not spend everybody into oblivion. What do you what do you think the mature part is like, hey, I don't think that uh, universal health care is going to be the best thing, especially when it's the complete live system where the mature people don't get the kind of care they need. You know, that takes some maturity. Uh, AMAC, AMAC, they fight the good fight. And they can really do more if you are a member today. There is strength in numbers. The benefits are great. The cause is greater. You can join now at amac.us slash That's amacus dot slash AMAC is better. Better for you. Better for America. Tomorrow
1: night on Glenn TV. More and more companies are getting woke.
2: Unilever wants to become more inclusive. The maker of Dove soap will remove the word normal from its products.
1: But why? Glenn investigates the real reason driving social justice and how companies that don't fall in line will be punished. Watch, comply or die. How America will enforce total wokeness. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn.
0: I I, uh, really respect Tucker Carlson. I would say Tucker and I were not friends. I mean, we knew each other, but we weren't friends or anything, uh, you know, five years ago. But I respect him now. I think he is uh, a very brave voice. He had Christy Nome on uh, last night. Was that the thumbs up? She's here. No, you have the audio. She was on with Tucker Carlson last night. And uh, here's what happened
2: efforts and i don't think oh that so you're saying so dakota, hold on just to be clear it's I not the bill that you're saying that the, many times over and over again but wait 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 so you're saying the
1: ncaa threatened you and you don't think you can win that fight they said if you sign this we won't allow girls in south dakota to play and you don't think you sh- can win in court even though the public overwhelmingly supports you nationally and so you're caving to the ncaa i think that's what you're saying
2: no, that's not right at all, Tucker. In fact, you're wrong completely. Okay. I've been working on this issue for years. In fact, several years ago, I fought I fought USDA to make sure that 4-H rodeo and that the sport of rodeo could keep girls' events, girls' events, and boys' events, boys' events. So I've been working on this for many, many years. And back since November, I've been consulting with legal scholars and professors across the country, asking them, how do I protect women's sports? And they've gone through the steps to how I would legally challenge the ncaa and keep them from bullying the state of south dakota and what they've told me to do is that i need to build a coalition so that's why today i launched defend title nine nowcom and that's going to allow us to build a coalition of states that can fight the ncaa okay. listen i'm
0: here's the thing <clears throat> uh, and i don't know that this is well let me just ask her because she's on with us now and i i, well, I just ask her first christy Nome, welcome to the program
3: Hi Glenn, thanks Hi. for having me
0: on. Uh, you're welcome. Um so I so can we pick that conversation up where you were last night about coalitions sure. because you're getting a name that you know people it's amazing how how fast people can turn. Um but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh people are saying on the right that you're caving to this transgender ban and I can understand cuz I feel like we don't have many hills left and this one is is popular with 80% of the people. This one is a hill we should die on. uh, And it looks like you're lowering the flag. So tell me what you're doing with the coalition and why that's important.
3: Well, when have you ever known me to cave, Glenn? I didn't go through this whole last year um, being the only one to keep my state open in the entire nation and to fight for what was right and have everybody piling on to cave on something like this. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be smart and solve a problem. And I think a lot of times um, we get bullied, we get bullied by the left, but the right can bully too. And they're not looking at the facts. So in this situation, the coalition that I'm forming is to go after the NCA. They have been bullying states for a long time with their policies by forcing us to allow men to participate in women's sports. Um, I'm a small state, South Dakota. small. We had to fight hard to even get any tournaments or games in the state of South Dakota, and I recognize that the NCAA can come in and crush me and can make an example out of me and then point to South Dakota and say, see, no other state better challenge us whatsoever. So that's why I'm trying to be smart about this and build a coalition of athletes, of states, of governors, attorney generals, and show the NCAA that we're going to fight to make sure that only girls can play in girls sports. Now, is so that's the, why the website DefendTitle9Now.com is out there. And I'm hoping everybody will go there, look at the information, sign up so that we can send that message.
0: Okay, so is it's not the NCAA that you're uh, worried about alone. It's what these organizations can do with the woke capital and the woke uh, businesses
3: exactly it. That's exactly it. So, um, we have to stand up and defend, um, the right that we have and the, the title nine federal law that's in place that women are women and only women should play in women's sports. And we can do that in a way that picks a fight that says, and, uh, that, that fails, or we can do it in a smart way and build momentum so that we can actually win. Um, I've talked to legal scholars and professors about this issue for months. In fact, Glenn, I've been working on this issue for years. If people would do their homework once and go back and look years ago, I fought USDA and the federal government when they were trying to force rodeo to let boys into girls events and to make girls participate in boys events. And I fought them alone and got South Dakota to be able to still keep boys and girls events separated and USDA, um. You know, turned around, did a 180 on the issue and allowed us to keep boys events, boys events and girls events, girls events. So there's no gray area for me on this. I've proven myself for years on this issue, and I'll continue to do that regardless of of who decides that they want to try to attack me and bully me.
0: So, Christy, you know me well enough to know because you've listened to the show for years. Mm -hmm. You know that if I disagree with you, I would tell you. Um, uh, and I hope my audience knows this because the passion is, uh, going against you on this right now. And I completely understand that, but I think it's misplaced. Um, you know, I told a story yesterday about Abraham Lincoln, uh, before the, um, before they did the second confiscation act. Abraham Lincoln, I have a, a note from him that he wrote to the Speaker of the Senate and said, please don't adjourn. They were supposed to adjourn that night uh, and they were going to pass the, the, uh, second, uh, the second confiscation act, which took slaves from the South and freed them. And uh, he wrote and said, don't, don't, don't pass that. Don't wait, wait, I have another idea. And he was because he was an attorney He realized this will come back to bite us because once the war is over, we have to return the property to the two people. So we need something else. And that's what led to the Emancipation Proclamation and got rid of the Confiscation Act because it wouldn't hold. And he knew that. And I because I know what we're all up against right now, you're not going to be able to fight this by yourself. And if you indeed are putting together a coalition of states and and others, that is critical because, A, we don't want any bad case law uh, stacking up.
3: Exactly right, Glenn. Exactly right. And listen, um, you know, this is this is the war that we're in and we have to be smart and strategic so we can win it. We've seen this play out in the pro-life movement. For years, um, everybody believes we we should ban abortion outright, but we know we can't win in court. And if you look at South Dakota, I'm in the Eighth Circuit, um, which every person who's uh, done an analysis on that circuit says, "I South Dakota, I and w- can go ahead and and look at collegiate sports, and we can we can ban all." Um, activities for anybody who's male in a female sport and then NTA and those organizations will come after me and then I can sue them. Absolutely, I can do that. But across the board, and I've been talking for months to legal scholars and professors about this across the country, they say, you will likely lose. There's a very, very, very good chance that you will lose this. And then that will make an example out of South Dakota. So build the momentum so that they can't just focus on a little state like South Dakota. Now, the the lies about what's going on in South Dakota right now are rampant across the country. I did not veto a bill. I did not veto the bill that the legislature sent me. What I gave them was a style and form revision that they can accept And if they accept that, I can protect all students under the age of 18 in our K-12 system and make sure that in the state that we are making sure that only girls playing girls sports, only boys playing boys sports. I can fix all of the other um, items that they sent to me in that bill that are a trial lawyer's dream and keep all the litigation out of this so families don't have to sue 20 times to get fairness and let me do that and then let me build the coalition to win at the collegiate level. And so I did I did not veto a bill that's a complete lie that's out there. This is a style-informed revision, and I'm hopeful my legislature will see that this is the way that we can actually fight the fight and win and, at the end of the day, have a victory that really does protect women.
1: Is it a fair character, characterization, Governor, that you you basically are sending back, let's just say, three-quarters of the bill that you you want to push through, uh, and you're going want to make yes. changes to the other quarter? Is that a—I mean, because you're— The way I understand your reasoning here is that everyone who is not in college would be covered by this, right? And you also had an issue with with performance-enhancing drugs, right, that there would be lots of lawsuits uh, that would be associated with this the way that it's written. Can you talk about that for a second?
3: Yeah, you're exactly right. Everybody that is not in college sports would be protected if they would accept my revisions. And also they sent me some regulations and reporting requirements that um, don't define what performance enhancing drugs are. And they also allow any student that didn't make a team to go back and to sue that team and that school and that individual student who would use a performance enhancing drug retroactively, but they also don't define it. So then that opens it up to all kinds of opportunities for a student who didn't make a team to go after someone a, a year in the past that also allows them to sue for emotional damages, for physical damages for, um, you know, and it's far reaching. So the litigation aspects of what they sent me just isn't workable as far as what good conservative governing do. And and people tell me, conservatives tell me, Chris, you just signed the bill. Politically it's easier for you to fix everything. Well, governors don't do that. Governors don't get to make political decisions. We have to govern and we have to take care of our people and be smart about what we're doing and making sure we're not arbitrarily, you know taking a political position and then hurting people in the long run. So this I'm is, doing the right thing here. I know that I am. I'm hopeful that people care enough about the truth in this day and age that they will see it and that we'll have the opportunity to go forward and ensure that at all levels in collegiate sports as well that only girls play girls sports and that we protect Title IX.
1: It strikes me uh, governor as the the audience uh, you know, saw you stand up during COVID, and, and I, I would argue a much strong, a tougher place to stand up, uh, where standing right. up for women playing women's sports <laughs> seems relatively obvious. Um, right. so my Knowing the audience, as we've seen over the years, they're, they're they, they can, I think what you're saying is logical to to most people, but they're concerned that what happens over and over again with politicians is they say, well, I can't do this right now, I'll do it later. And we'll put together this coalition. We'll yeah. fight. And then they don't see that fight. And they'll, they'll hold you accountable if you don't if you don't follow so through with this. C- can you
0: speak to the people that feel quite honestly like I do? Come on. Don't surrender. We please. We are in the fight of our life. And we've got to have somebody who's willing to stand. Do you understand that feeling from the people who are upset? And can you speak to that?
3: I can, but I don't know why they're doubting me. The last 12 months, 18 months hasn't proven myself. And you have to go back three years to see that. I've already fought this fight in my state and stood and was the only one. I didn't have any help from my congressional delegation or the state government or any time when I was fighting for 4-H rodeo and for rodeo to remain girls' events and boys' events. I did that alone with, with that sport in the state of South Dakota. So the fact that people are questioning me is because they haven't done their homework and they don't know me and they haven't watched my career and I can go home you know and uh, and I'm in South Dakota and can be happy and and do that but the people who are judging me right now or the people who are the political ones and they're they're not the ones who really care about governing and making sure that we're doing what needs to be done in this country so what what's unfortunate to me is the um, lies and deceit that are out there around this issue, because there's nobody that's proven themselves more on this particular issue than I have. I've already delivered for them in my state, and I will for the country, if they will uh, give me the chance to build this coalition and show that we can get it done.
0: Uh, Governor Nome uh I honestly didn't know for sure which way I was going to, f- how this interview was going to end, um, but I can tell you I am happy to say uh You haven't disappointed me. I think you're doing the exact right thing. And a lot of people don't understand that yet uh, because uh, they're so they're so used to politicians caving. Um, But thank you for that. Also, thank you for the abortion uh, as a dad of special needs child. I know that you're signing a bill today that has passed the House and Senate uh, has been in the works for for uh, you know, a long time and weeks ago it, it passed. You're uh, going to sign this today. Uh, that is a good hill yeah. to to not die yeah. on, but to live on. Thank Absolutely.
3: you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Glenn.
0: You bet. It. Governor Kristi Noem uh, from South Dakota. We'll have have a little bit more perspective in just a second. First, let me tell you about Gold Line. This is <laughs> so heavy. This is a gold bar. It is worth about $300,000. Uh, it was made in 1857, uh, and it was sitting on the, on the floor of the Atlantic Ocean after the wreck of the SS Central America over a, a century ago off the coast of North Carolina. It sat there uh, in under 7,200 feet of, of water. And what I love about this, it is so heavy. Is that it is marked uh, twenty? Let me see if I can get my glasses here. Um, twenty six hundred forty one dollars and ninety six cents. That's what it was worth in. In uh, you do this? No, too. it's remarkably I mean, heavy it's for, remarkably for the size heavy. of it. Remarkably heavy. It's like you. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, that's what it was worth. It's worth three hundred thousand dollars now. Why? Because the dollar has changed, not the gold. The dollar has changed. If I had 1857 money and at twenty six hundred dollars, that money today, you know, would be in those dollars would be worth about three hundred grand because the dollar that we have now is not worth it. Look, inflation is coming, and I think hyperinflation is coming. Please call Goldline. Be big, be bold, and make a move today. Protect your future for your family. By the way, you can get these bars. They have an uh, extremely limited number of these historic pieces. Oh okay, yeah, give it to me again. I want to hold it. Uh, no, I gave it to you. You have it. No, I- yeah. No, I give it. Yeah. You know, the thing is, you can't put it in your pocket because your pants <laughs> would fall down. <laughs> and, and even even if it's like, you know, you and me, very tight pants because we're so fat, <laughs> you, know, you better would just rip out of our pocket. Uh, it's Goldline, 866 Goldline. They're standing by to take your call now, 866 Goldline or goldline.com. 10 second station ID. <laughs> is that bizarre? Yeah. What is it? Three inches? That's probably five inches. Yeah. What is that? About five inches by two inches by yeah, it's small. It's Three very inches. dense. Yeah, I Bare mean, listen, to I'm just to uh, drop it on the. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. It's crazy. Oh, I think I just put
1: a dent in that. Yes, you did. Uh, I. Uh, after this break, we should come back and re- go over that interview. I think it was pretty interesting. I think it's really interesting. It's interesting too. I think uh, to to see you could tell that she's struggling with the idea that like wait a minute i was just the person like a week ago for I standing know. up to the entire government on covid and now everyone's doubting me the one time yeah that they don't understand what i'm trying to do i, I can see I think it from her perspective
0: it, I, I i can too but i think you have it right people are so used to being let yeah. down yeah they're like oh here we go here we go again she's yeah. not who she said she was yeah and she had said she was
1: going to sign this bill i mean she planned on doing it the whole yeah. time and now it's changing approaches
0: here and i I would like to explain a little more what i think she's doing because i think she's absolutely right and i think we're all going to have to do this Hmm. we're all going to have to make sure don't stand there alone because you're probably going to lose that's why i keep saying to you go find the parents in your school district that will go with you to the school board meetings Go gather in groups and work together because there is strength in numbers. Otherwise, as Franklin said, we all better hang together or we will certainly hang separately. That's what she's saying. I need somebody to hang with me on this hill. Otherwise, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to stand and you will lose it long term. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about LifeLock. Cybercriminals have been taking advantage of the COVID pandemic recently. Uh, I mean, they've been doing it since it took since uh, it started. Really, one of the things they're doing is attempting to exploit people's hardship due the loss of a job or reduced hours at their work. The way they do this is phishing emails, fake websites. They uh, they say, "Ah, oh, you know what? You're entitled to financial support." and uh, where the federal government spelled wrong strangely federalgovernment.com they and people do it and they end up losing everything it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect all of our lives it's not just those kinds of things what's worse is especially during tax season they get your name your social security number your address they have everything they need and you lose it and then when you find out what do you do to fix it? That's where Lifelight, uh, that's where uh, Lifelock comes in. They not only watch for these dirt bags, but they help you get your good name back if something happens. It's lifelock.com. 25% off your first year promo code back lifelock.com. And go to
1: BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. the promo code is glen. You get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. More on Christy Nome next.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, life is not happening in a vacuum. And that's that's the problem with everybody involved right now. Uh, you know, it's like Donald Trump. He he was not the problem. He was a symptom. He was a reaction to what is happening everywhere, everywhere else. Donald Trump didn't run and wouldn't have won in the 1990s or the late 80s. It just wouldn't have happened. Society was different. There was more decorum. Now, I mean, you're telling me he's out of line in a, in a country that embraces Cardi B? Come on. Uh, it's, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous standard. But when it comes to Christy Nome, it works the opposite way with her now that she has to understand that people feel. Unbelievably betrayed by everything in their life. And she said, Well, but what have I done? You know, in the last 12 or 18 months. Well, in the last 12 or 18 months, you're kind of new to us. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah sure. you stood for that, but I don't know you past that. The nation. Yeah, I think that's fair for the nation For the nation. And the the people of the nation have been screwed by people in their own party over and over and over again. And then screwed by even some people with their 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 houses of worship. I mean, they've lost everything they believed in. And so you can understand why people are like, yeah, I don't buy that.
1: Yeah. I, it's it's interesting because you're right. The only thing that most people in America know really about Kristi Noem is is her stance on COVID, which was
0: a brave stance for freedom in very difficult circumstances. And we gave her a lot of credit for that. And she also really is. She's participated in rodeo. So I give her an extra, <laughs> you know, hoorah for for actually being a. A rodeo Oh, because you're just this. just just ranch you're basically a ranch
1: hand at this point you know oh, well you is, know uh, when you oh, when you oh, run I can't take it I can't, I can't take it
0: i can't take you trying no, no, to no. act
1: outdoorsy uh,
0: no, no 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 i just i think rodeo people are just salt of the earth people i'm not saying i am a rodeo person <laughs> hey. and i'm not saying i'm definitely not saying i'm mm-hmm. a rancher but i but i am saying right. that i know people like that right you that's know true what I mean? yeah and they're good some people. of that right. rubs yeah. off uh, that makes sense very little but i know people like that and they're just salt of the earth, common sense. And she's in South Dakota and she hasn't showed me anything but common sense. Yeah. And I think like, look,
1: I, there is obviously some, some questions about this and some rational approach from her, right? Like where you can see, obviously she's putting through three quarters of the bill, right? Yeah. At under 18, that's just going through. Uh, as well, uh, you know, as, as long as they f- fix these lawsuits, uh, she's trying to put it through. But again, I can understand a person saying like, look, that's what they always say. They always say they're building a coalition for the future and they always say they're going to put the bill through. Yeah. And then they could say next time, well, you know what? Well, they, there's another problem with it. She could bring up new things and she might fail. Well, and she, that well, might but, happen. And It might. But like. Everyone in the audience seemed to like her yesterday or two days ago. It is a little psychotic. And it is like a little bit like... I, it's like why not just see if she does the things she says she's so going to do. If she problem,
0: does them then it's not going to be an issue. Part of the problem might be that we love people too much. Yes. Too quickly. We jump on the bandwagon we're too like, quickly. We jump off the bandwagon yeah, too quickly. We're the person that shows up for the second day for the second date and we're like how about a hot air balloon ride? Right. That's no. too much too fast. Too much right? too fast. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a it's a
1: There's no reason to make your lifelong decision on Christy Noem today, right? Right. Like you could she is saying her her approach will work better. Let's check her work. If it doesn't work better, you're going to have a good argument to say Christy Noem
0: shouldn't be the person in 2024. You know, wherever you know that she does have the record uh, with the rodeo, you know, of actually (laughs) saying men and women. Yeah you know, again or, I didn't yeah. know that until today. Yeah. Uh, right, but again, right, okay, right, Yeah. Right, right. sure. Um, you know her history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we didn't love people too much too quickly, we almost smother them. We're almost yes. like we just want to be loved so much. <laughs> We're like, let me just hold you. Can I get you anything? Yeah. Let me I I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm your slave. I'll do anything you want. Yeah. You are the best. And then they then, then then they you know, then they fart. And you're like, oh, my gosh, you are the most despicable person I've yeah. ever met. We are psychotic. Girlfriends, we are psychotic.
1: Or, or psychotic boyfriends at yeah. this point,
0: because it, we jump in super
1: hard the second we we do the same thing with celebrities, by the way. Yeah. The first celebrity that comes out and says, like, you know what? I think taxes should be point one uh, percent lower. We're like, oh, my gosh, it's a conservative. We love you. And then, of course, the next day they say something else and then we hate them again. I, I look, I think the, the, the lesson you know, the, the, here,
0: the, the, the Wait, hang on just a second. Mm-hmm. The exception to that is, uh, is what's his name that wants to run for governor here? Uh, oh, Matthew McConnell. McConaughey. Yeah. Mm, I kind of liked him then. I kind of like him now. I didn't really trust him then. I don't really I, trust him now. I mean, I haven't... I like him as an actor and maybe a person. I don't yeah, know what it was like. I mean, it's rent. just like, I don't really... I'm not really... I don't think he, we'd like his policies. I don't think so either. But, but you know, people are like, oh, maybe he could be. Yeah, now let's let him act. I mean, but look, the,
1: uh, Christine Noam has been one of the most aggressive governors in it's the country great. on obviously COVID, but also uh, abortion. There are two important issues. This issue, she would e- even if she only passes what the seventy-five percent of the bill that she's saying she wants right now. It would still be among the most aggressive approaches. certainly much more aggressive than Ron DeSantis in Florida on this issue. I mean, and you know what? Again, people keep now because now the thing is to be in love with Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, had a mask mandate, who did have shutdowns in his state. I mean again I like DeSantis <laughs> right. I like him I think he did a great job and so you did just, I think you Noah just, you just, you but just, it's like now we just all love DeSantis and don't like Noah I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep track of who we're supposed to love and hate from day to day <laughs>
0: It's really tough. It's
1: like, just, I think it's really tough. I think that's here, probably
0: why I, hopefully that's one reason why if you're listening to us, well, if you're not listening to us, then how are you hearing me? You're insane. But if you're listening to us now, I think that's one of the things that you like is we, we have no friends in politics. No, no, When I said this, that to yeah. Christy earlier, like, I think I literally have three people that I, that I've known for a long time. That will still talk to me. That are in <laughs> politics because I just I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna hold water for you. If you suck, you suck. Yeah, you might not suck on this or that, but I'm not gonna. You know when when so when Christy was on, I was actually worried about that interview because I was like, you know what? If she starts to get slimy, I'm gonna have to say you're turning into a slime bag. and you've done it many times. I uh, have, and then we never talk to them again. <laughs> and
1: then we never talk to them
0: again. Uh, but I, I think if like if the
1: primary election for president of the united states were taking place today there'd be a much more reasonable uh idea to to
0: to want to question her because we have seen we've seen like or will you end the filibuster? I don't know. We'll have to right. wait and see. Right. We know what that means. But we will have
1: time here to see how she reacts to other situations. If if and again, I keep looking at this on the national scale as a presidential candidate, but like if she's a presidential candidate, we're gonna have to look at her entire breadth of work, not just what she did during COVID. We're gonna have to look at all of it. And we were going to have multiple years of watching her progress through these issues. She's she is take again, the stand for COVID was tough, right? Really, tough. This one is also tough for a different reason. As she points out, and this is definitely true, it would have been very easy for her to just sign it and then watch it get overturned in the courts or watch them lose in some other arena. That is an easy
0: political move to make. You, she, this is a tough stand for her against the base, and let's see if she's right. You have to realize that the country you grew up in is no longer this country. You you might feel like you still live in the same country and you notice things and you're like, "Wow, well, that's weird. That's never been like that before. Everything's changed. No, no, no. I don't think you understand what everything has changed really means. She is playing in the new America where it's an America full of ESG scores, environmental, social justice and governance scores. She's already on the crap list. okay? not her, but the state (laughs) is already on the crap list. When you have a coalition that is as strong as the social justice coalition is right now, if you stand against it in your state and you could say this is selling out, but it's not if you're saying I'm fighting it in a different way and you mean it and that we'll find out in time. But her logic here is sound because it's not just the NAACP. I mean, we can say this, you know, she can't South Dakota, man. Yeah. Who who cares about it's not like you're getting the final four, you know, (laughs) Uh,
1: so that is part of the issue. too. I Right. Like the NCAA, if 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 the NCAA has to make a stand that we're not going to Florida, Texas uh, and 10 other states that are red. It's going to be a lot harder for them to resist that than it is to say,
0: I'm not going to South Dakota. But that is the thing even thinking like yesterday's world. You have to think that those coalitions now have the 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 partners with them that are in the financial industry that are in big business. And if they start to put together a coalition, your state is done because then your state you're not going to banks are like, well, I don't know. We're going to have to downgrade their their bank, their, their um, uh, lending status or their borrowing status because they have a low E, uh, you know, uh, uh, ESG score. Right. You, you start to have all of it fall apart when she says I have to do it for all people. I think she's talking about business and not in the way that you're hearing from some talk radio people about she sold out to big business. No you don't understand what's coming it is it is a force well it watch uh watch the end of uh, what is it two towers it's that kind of with sauron uh did you ever see this you know the lord of the rings oh god no yeah well it is that is it's that army that is coming And we're the ones sitting in the, we're the ones sitting in the, uh, you know, broken down castle going, uh, crap. You better have a plan before you take on that army, because that is what's uh, amassed against us now. All right. Yeah, but the Constitution will protect. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think just give her, give her a chance. If she fails, it'll be easy to say, yep, she failed. Harry lives in Massachusetts. This time last year, he was in pretty dire straits. He'd lie down in bed at night. Pain would just shoot up and down his back all night. He was having horrible back spasms. It wasn't great when he was standing, but lying in bed just brought the hammer down. It was affecting his sleep, obviously affecting the rest of his life. He didn't know what to do. Then he was listening to this program. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this clown actually is making sense right now. You know, stranger things have never happened, but this one happened. Uh, He decided to give it a try and he thought if it doesn't work in three weeks, I'm out 20 bucks. But if it does work, it's, you know, I'm going to maybe sleep from time to time. Guess what? It took two weeks within two weeks of taking Relief Factor. Harry said he had his life back. So can you just try it? It works for 70% of the people who try it in three weeks. You'll know. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more, month after month, because it works. It's ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello, and welcome to the program. Oh, it's been quite a a day. I mean, it started with just some laughs, with... uh, (laughs) with uh, Kamala Harris I mean she was asked a very serious question uh, do you plan to visit the border?
3: Uh, um, not today <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again
0: Oh, wow. Mm, That's a really good answer to that question. It's a funny, funny line,
1: isn't it? Not today, but I've done it before and I will again. None of that is relevant to (laughs) what this conversation is
0: (laughs) we're talking about. Every time she gets into a tough question, she just laughs. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It is what you do. It is. It is what you do, Kamala. Uh, you know you're a you're a socialist, aren't you? No, no, I, used to, I used to do socialist policies. But I'm not a socialist. That is crazy. No, <laughs> it's it really so is annoying. an irritating tick. Oh, it really is. It, you, just, you know when she's lying. You know she, she does that overlap laugh thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It is a little more charming than. Did you see uh, Casino Royale with? Uh, with uh, you know James Bond where the guy he was playing against his tick was I think his eye started to bleed (laughs) that you know that's a little more obvious uh, and uh, but it would be spookier I think I I don't want I don't want a vice president whose eye bleeds every time he lies Mm, Uh, that would be bad well well, they, it would be very short term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lie so much. They'd be out of blood within 25 minutes. Right. So <laughs> you just turn on the camera. Hello, America. Tonight I want to talk to you about, and then the blood just starts shooting out of their eye. At least you wouldn't see them, though,
1: because there'd be blood all over the camera. Right. It
0: would be great. Mm-hmm. It would be great. So
1: it's just a, We're in a weird time, you know? Yeah. I- I was telling. What you, you say that? I was telling you off the air that I did this thing where the best states and the worst states how they perform through COVID with all the different measures. Yeah. And you know, South Dakota did not finish first. Uh, they she she was great on on freedom aspects, but like you know they had a real bad run of the disease uh, and did not perform as well as some other states. And I remember as I was finishing it, I'm like, oh, the audience is going to hate this because they're going to want South Dakota to win because right. they they all say Christine is And I you know you just have that feeling. I'm like, well, look, this is what the spreadsheet says. I'm going with it. I don't you know don't yeah. care. And now it's like she went from like the greatest person on earth to like the worst person on earth in like two days. I I just don't understand. It's it's caught. It's there's a diagnosis. It's called (laughs) schizophrenia. We can
0: all sort of jump on the bandwagon. We all have it from time to time. I do not know what you're talking about. And neither do I. (laughs) Wait, what? I don't. What are you saying? Are you pissed off? Uh, Yeah, I'm really pissed off. Yeah. but I like you, but I'm pissed off. I hate you. What? (laughs) it really it is. is we are getting to that point such a confusing time such a confusing you know time. there's it's, it's really interesting to me to see
1: there it, we are at a time when which some politicians elicit incredible amounts of loyalty and some get absolutely none and i can't
0: decipher from day to day which well, one is which i would just like to you know everybody loves reagan you know every conservative yeah. loves reagan wasn't he the guy who's like give me 80 percent yeah. Now, if it's not one hundred and one percent, you are a traitor. Yeah. It's like, guys, we are. That's a very small tent. That, that tent yes. includes you. I'm kind of liking it. <laughs> I, the tent is nice. I want to be in my tent alone. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program.